Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a Thursday edition of the Brew Crew Podcast. My name is Brendan Locke, and as always, Ricky, how are we doing? Doing just peachy. How are you? Uh, just got a Shamrock Shake. They're, they're back? Them. Yeah, it's March. Of course they're back. That's true. I forgot. I'm going to have to get one tomorrow. I had, the, I had to get one before it was too late, so I thought tonight was a... A, a good night to do so. Um, the Bruins ain't doing too hot, but you know we got March Madness as well. I'm sure we'll dig into that a little bit um, at the end of the show. And this is a good time for sports. Um, daylight savings. It gets a little bit you know sunnier out for the Bruins game starting at seven o'clock. It'll be sunny out, so that's it's always good. <laughs> good time of year. Masters coming up. Indeed, indeed, we are uh, we are coming around to. Uh, you know, one of the better times of the sport. I mean, I I would argue these next four days are are uh are my favorite four sports days of the year. October is also good, you know, with all four major sports going on at once. Uh, when you have the World Series thrown in with uh basketball, baseball, and hockey, and et cetera, football. et cetera, and football that should have been a given. Um, but. Uh, Ricky, nevertheless, this is a hockey podcast, so we should probably talk about hockey first. With that being said, the Bruins have a record of 50, 11, and 5. They have 105 points and are 17 points clear of the Maple Leafs in the Atlantic Division. But, but, Ricky, they've lost three out of their last four. Is there reason for concern? I don't think so. I think we talk about it. They had a little bit of a, I don't know, what moment was it probably last month or the end of January? They had a little bit of a similar rut, and then they ripped 10 in a row. <laughs> they ripped 10 in a row right after. Um, full disclosure uh, from your favorite Bruins podcasters right here that I didn't watch these games. Besides, I've, the- been, wa- I've been watching because all these games were on national TV. Oh, beautiful. I had a weekend down in clubs in South Carolina. And they have Ooh, to be playing all right. Well, we're gonna have to cover that on the back end. Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't mention that in the shit, uh, shit talk in the beginning. Um, but uh, they got killed by the Blackhawks last night. I didn't catch that either. It I was, was at a date. I was at a dated function. It was it was ugly. It was. Not it was on national TV last night. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, so. Yeah, that doesn't look pretty good. Six goals on Linus. We were up, uh, we let up four goals in the third period. Never, never good. Taylor Radish had yeah, a hat rat, trick. The, the rad man. With, uh... <laughs> he was drafted by Tampa, so no wonder that. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Uh, I mean, they looked in good shape the first three minutes. Zaka, Zaka potted one, and then, you know, the Radish comes down and. Uh... An answer is less than a minute later, and then they just they just took off, uh, and then Radish had the hat trick. So, you think they look yeah. bad? You, you seem like you watched a little bit more than me. I caught a decent chunk of the Sunday game in the eight hour card ride home, but that's watching on a phone in an uncomfortable backseat. That's you know, it's not the best viewing experience possible. You can't really sit back, relax, and enjoy every play. So, what do you think? I, I caught some of the Oilers game too. I watch. Um, I watch start to finish. I watch the entire Oilers game. We were winning. Uh, uh, well, I just want to quickly cover the the two Red Wings games. All right. Um, 
kind of weird with the home and home. Obviously, kind of a bizarre scenario. And uh, Bertuzzi getting his first uh, crack back at the old team. Hathaway gets his first goal in the win on Saturday. Sunday, they just kind of looked a little out of it. Probably a little bit tired, um, which is kind of concerning considering what the schedule is coming up. But, uh, I mean, they just they they kind of hung around in the first period and then just didn't come out of the locker room in the second, uh, like three goals in ten minutes for the, uh, the Red Wings, and then they just kind of fell too far behind. Came out with a nice third and made it a one-goal game. Yep. But uh, – but they emptied. They got the empty netter, and that was that was the end of that. The win uh, on Saturday, the uh, Hathaway's first goal. Omark was uh, absolutely fantastic. He had twenty nine saves, and it was kind of just looked like a classic, just like steady. Um, they fell behind two nothing in the first period, and you were just like not worried the entire time. And then they came out, tied it in the second, and just totally unconcerned, won it in the third. Uh, Hathaway's first goal. So that kind of covers that that quick hit weekend. Seemed like a good crowd on Saturday, too. It seemed like it, yeah. yeah uh, sure, there was a good sure. pop for that Hathaway goal as well. Yes, yes, for sure. The Walters sure. were in the building, not me. Um, they were. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Uh, I wanted to talk about this later, but they've been making some good profit <laughs> on these tickets. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't. If I had season tickets, I wouldn't go to one game. I wouldn't go to one game until the playoffs. No way. You would make so much money. I'd go this to. Year. Not every yes. year. Yes. No, not every year. This year. <clears throat> Sorry. Excuse me. Not every year. This year, I would go to like, you know, I would go to the Oilers game. I would go to like Lightning. I'd go to like two or three games a month. All right. So now that I guess we're on the topic now, these ticket prices are insane right now. I'm not going to a game. I went to the Avalanche game like December 5th. I'm not going to a game the rest of the year. I'm not. They're getting insainely expensive. It is. You see the playoff prices? The playoff tickets just dropped because they clinched, obviously. Um, They're like 900 bucks. They're for. I can do a quick look right now. But I saw like. Balcony, like for game one of the first round, when they're gonna be playing, like who the Islanders, like Islanders everyone expects the wins. Um, it's like it was like three fifty to sit, like to touch the back wall. You know, it's crazy it's right now. I'm gonna uh, do a do a check right here. First round game one, Ticketmaster.com three sixty two get in price, and that's through Ticketmaster, so that means it's gonna be like four fifty. Yeah, with, with the fees, the fees. and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, section three twenty five is a little the corner behind the where the other team shoots twice. It's going to be seven twenty four total, and the fees will probably fuck you. Jesus Christ! So seven twenty four for two tickets, top yeah. row balcony. Yeah, let me see. That's a, now that I pulled eight, up eight fifty. <laughs> Sorry, got a cough. Uh, eight sixty four. 864 for two tickets. You can go to see the Bruins in the playoffs for the low, low price of 800. That's game one of the first round. I don't even want to know. Look at like a game seven or a a Stanley Cup or a conference final ticket. Jesus. 
So that's unless crazy. there's some sort of I'm a little worried about that. I'm, well, sorry, what'd you say? I just said I'm a, unless there's some sort of raffle situation. We won't be going. Know, I will not be going. My friend Tony always needs someone to go with for the playoffs. He wants to go to at least one. So and not many people are willing to spend that much money. So if you are, maybe you can hit him up. Okay. But um I'm just worried about the playoffs being a little too quiet. Wine and cheesy. If oh, there'll be a library in there. Well, I hope not. I hope not. 2011 was like 362 was like a Stanley Cup price. You can get in for that. Game one. Oh wow. But I'll be there. And they'll continue to go up. That's not yeah. like that's not the highest they'll be, and it'll be like oh, you know, it'll fall. They'll, yeah, no, they'll be a they'll be a hot ticket. Let's say game five, they have a chance to go to the second round. It's on a Saturday. This is they'll that will become a hot ticket, and it was oh, now instead of being five hundred, it'll be eight hundred or whatever the price. So that that's going to be tough for people to get in. It kind of sucks, but I thought we should mention that because it's been a talk amongst <laughs> the fans right now of how crazy these prices are getting. Supply and demand, though, motherfucker. Indeed, indeed. Did I just want to quickly cover this because it popped into my head? Did you see the animated, uh, <laughs> like the backyard, backyard hockey Disney Channel thing? Uh, I didn't watch any of it, but I saw some on Twitter. It looked kind of funny. What do you? Think I got two. I got two things about it. I watched it for like five minutes, and I thought it was awesome. I have no idea why. I thought it was hilarious. I was all in on it. And second of all, Twitter is like the most like negative place on the planet. And if you want to get like, you know, if you want to like feel good, positive vibes, I would don't go on Twitter. But overall reaction on Twitter, pretty good. Pretty good. And I just I just wanted to shout out. uh, I have no idea if that will actually get people to watch hockey, get people into the game. No idea. But it's like the Nickelodeon game is what it was, right? Yeah, but it's not as it's not nearly as uh like clown show as the Nickelodeon game. Like the Nickelodeon game has like slime over the screen and like all sorts of bizarre things. This was literally just like if you took backyard hockey and just like laid it over a game. Hmm. Yeah, no, there I was, saw it. So they were like tracking them. Yeah, they were tracking them. There was nothing. There was nothing like tricked up about it, or like there was no. There's no MVP. You know, things of that oh, nature. The MVP is awesome, though. Come on, Mitch Trubisky. Well, it's because Big what Cat rigs it. That was awesome. Um, but so I just I just wanted to get that off my chest. We're uh we're kind of we've kind of lost our way here. Um. <laughs> I I very 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 intently watched uh, Oilers Bruins on Thursday. My mother was at the game. You know she she goes to a game probably once every like seven years. Of course she goes to the game against McDavid. Of course, um, it was pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I watched the game start to finish. It was on Hulu, Hulu slash ESPN Plus. Um, which I was fine with. I'm sure that there were people somewhere else that were furious with it. It was easy for me. Uh, so we wa- I watched that entire game start to finish, and oh boy, did they blow it! 
they controlled c- controlled the game really for two periods. Um, the, well, the, it's the first four minutes. I don't think the Bruins got out of their own end, and then Marchand uh, scored on the first shot of the game. On who is it? Skinner, Steve? No, Steve Stewart. Skinner. Stu Skinner. Stu Skinner. Uh, not very good. No. Not very. Not very they good. Have another. They can never figure out the goalies in Edmonton. The, that guy. Yeah, not good. Uh, he let up like a really, really bad goal against Marchand. Um, about four minutes in on the first shot of the game, and then the Bruins are kind of off and running. They got a goal disallowed. That was offsides, but you know, it was six minutes after the Bruins got the puck in their own end. These things happen, but, um, and they shut down McDavid, which I was thrilled to see. Very happy with McDavid basically did nothing the whole game. Can't shut shut down Taylor Radish though. No, no. Taylor Radish is, is for serious concern, but so he they shut him down and they were up uh two to one heading into the third, I believe. Yes, two to one up two nothing after two, two to one after two, two nothing after one, two to one after two. Spit it out. There we go. Got it. And then uh two goals. Uh Ryan Mc, Ryan McLeod. Yep. And then uh, Darnell Nurse got the second with like five minutes left, and the Bruins just couldn't answer. Um, couldn't answer. Yep. They kind of had like seven minutes left. They kind of kind of looked like the first four minutes again, where they just couldn't get things going. And then they can they had like a last flurry of punches with with the goalie pulled, probably forty five seconds, a couple of chances, but nothing too serious. And uh, period point blank, they blew that game. That was. You can kind of tell, like, 10 minutes left, they were like, ooh, they're kind of on the ropes here. And then the Oilers score, and, you know, things obviously took off from there. But I we, we kind of circling back, is this a point of serious concern? Probably not. We talked no. about this. We talked about this in, like, November, where we knew that there was going to be a little dip. You, This is, like, a, it's a very unsustainable pace that they're on. And where they're at now is a bit more sustainable. And coming into this stretch, I wish they were able to sustain that 10-win streak, not even keep the win streak, but just kind of keep that momentum rolling into this meat of the schedule, this last third of the schedule. But It's a meaty you know, 17 games left we got to play. Yes. Yeah, so – fifth of the schedule you know whatever it is math fourth of the schedule um but so you wish they kind of kept that momentum but i think they're in fine shape the the division i'm not worried about um i i don't see a lot of reason for concern unless i mean the obvious thing in any season for any team in any sport is injuries and mm-hmm. there has been a little bit of a discussion of load management. We discussed it last episode, Rick. I don't know where you stand on load management, uh, especially I in the thought, sport. I thought they were going to start sitting, guys, especially in that Sunday Detroit game, but they really didn't. <laughs> they had out Lindholm because he tweaked his foot, but then he was playing 
against Chicago because he had another goal last night. But I thought they were going to start benching some guys. I, I mean, we're losing in Chicago anyways, so like, fucking just put in Jacob. How many times has Jacob Lauco been called up and called down in the past week? He's, he's in a tough spot. <laughs> it's like that. cap reasons, probably. I don't know what I why they're doing it. For emergency, even though we don't need I don't know. But we need a nickname for him. Lauco Snip Snap, like a vasectomy. Um, okay. Snip Snap for Lauco? Snip snap. All right, we'll we'll workshop that. Workshop that. Um, but yeah, he should get some playing time here. Put him, um, put him in. Let's get let's get some other guys up here. Uh, Vinny Laterry, isn't he a Bruin down there? Let's get him up here. It's always Glaufflin. I don't. Yeah, I don't want him to get like too rusty. Bergeron, Krejci, all that. If they don't play that much, but I want them to sit a couple games. Another back to back coming up. This weekend, after a game tomorrow or tonight, when you listen to this in Winnipeg, which they're a pesky team, then you fly right over to Minnesota for another Saturday game, and then you fly over to Buffalo for a Sunday game, then you fly back to Boston for a Tuesday game, and then you got another stretch of home games, and you fly to Carolina, and you fly back to Boston. So many hockey games, so much travel. I want them to sit still, and I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. But it's always so. Where like, would you rather them? Us. Where would you rather them sit in? Against the Wild or against the Sabres? Hmm. I'd rather them sit against the Sabres so they can go from Minnesota right to Boston and just chill, not even travel with the team. This is how I would run it. I don't think they're going to do this. But um, I get Buff- Buffalo maybe is a first-round matchup potentially. But uh, just set that, them home. That was kind of the – yeah, that was kind of the point yeah. Yeah, of you, where uh, – You were taking that? Where you yeah. were steering that sled? Yeah, I don't know. I want them to sit. So then it's okay. So then it's important to know. They look tired, man. They look tired. They do. They look tired right now. They do. Pasta looks tired too. He's turning it over. Mark Shan said he came back too early. He should be feeling better than he is. What? Yeah, you didn't see that? He said he came back too early from his injury before the year? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why Uh, they're already making excuses? Phil, hey, filibuster for a minute while I pull that up. I got a filibuster. So I didn't see this. Marshan said he sh- came back to – yeah, he did come back really early. So, oh, man, that's – I didn't see that quote. Um, I was blacked out all weekend in Carolina. I got a sunburn a little bit. Get a sunburn from – How was the weather down there? Oh, it was beautiful. It was supposed to be raining, but we got up there and – Saturday was sad, sunny, 70 degrees. Perfect. Uh, they had their ain't patty. I guess I'm just going to filibuster with this while you're pulling that up. Uh, they had their ain't patties day thing down there uh, where they go to the bar starting at 11 all day. And there's so many deals at all these bars. It was a great time. Great uh, Southern Bells down there. Oh, yeah. I got uh, I got kicked out of the bathroom down there for being in there for too long because I was taking a shit. The bartender slammed on there and he's like, yo, buddy, no one takes 20 minute shits. I'm like, yes, I do. And I'm one of them. And there was obviously a long line waiting for me and I didn't care. I said, dude, I threw up and I had to clean it up. Sorry, that's why it took so long. So. Uh, Here, we'll, we'll just pause. 
Okay, so I found the Boston.com. This was six days ago as of uh, us Delta recording. So, th- so this was uh, a week ago. The de- this came out. Us. This came out probably morning skate of the Oilers game, I would think. And he said, I thought I'd feel better now than I do, to be honest with you. Marshan said Wednesday. Okay, so it came Wednesday. Um, I think it's been great. It's been really relieving that we have the team that we have and we're as deep as we are because it definitely takes pressure off. But I thought I'd be kind of where I was last year right now, and I don't necessarily feel like that. So I still have a little ways to go before playoffs. All right, so sit. Thoughts. Dude, just then sit them. Sit him for – we keep hammering it. How many games they're going to play here? They have back-to-backs on Saturday, Sunday for what? The next four? It's at least three weeks. So at least sit one of the two. Like get your – is it is his groin, right? That was hip. acted up. Hip. Get that uh, – get those hips back in order and, I mean, then we ride. Then we ride come April. Okay, so I just I just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, so three straight weeks of uh, back to backs coming up. Nope. Yeah. Four. Four. So that was that and was. And they had next... one last week. So five weeks in a row they have back to backs on Saturday and Sunday. What the fuck? Yeah. So for the rest of the season, their schedule is basically um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. For the yeah. rest of the season. So I, you're going to need to – guys don't need to play that back-to-back. I wouldn't even mind bringing in – I don't even know who the goalie in Providence is, but possibly uh, – Boosie? Oh, maybe. Brandon Boosie? Yeah. Because <laughs> Keith Kincaid's gone. We traded him. Oh, yeah, yeah, that kid Shane Bowers. Let's get him up here for a game too. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind one of those. I know you're trying to ramp up, try to pick a guy. I mean, probably try try to pick a guy. It'll probably be all marked unless something drastic happens uh, in the playoffs. But you don't need to have back-to-back-to-back-to-backs guys trying to, you know, you're going to have to ramp all mark up probably that last week. But beyond that, I don't think you need too much. Yeah, Um. And then the other thing we have to monitor uh, is the defensive battle. Who's getting booted for game one? Uh, Grizzly had a couple good, pl- nice plays over the weekend. Um, didn't he have a goal or two? Uh, and then he also had a terrible play against Edmonton. Remember, it was was that the game here where he slipped and fell and it led to like a three-on-one? Four-on-one. Oh, yeah. God damn it, Grizzly. So he had his ups and downs again. I still He's my vote to come out still. But we'll keep an eye on that for the next – well, so should we just take a little preview of the next of this weekend? Sure. Schedule for the week. The schedule. Yeah, he had a goal against Detroit. Two points against Detroit against the Detroit loss. Uh, goal and an assist. Oh yeah, he had the first one when they were down four nothing. Yep. All right. So schedule for the week. Uh, Jets tonight. The night that people are most likely listening to this. And then, um, oh, whoops, I'm on the whole NHL schedule, not just the Bruins. So Bruins-Jets on Thursday, Wild on Saturday, Sabres on Sunday, and back with the Senators on Tuesday. 
Mm-hmm. So two Western Conference teams, two Eastern Conference teams, the two Eastern Conference teams you could possibly see in the playoffs, um, mm-hmm. depending on the way things shake out down there. We can get into division, no wild card. Sorry, the wild card standings are looking like we're gonna get Islanders, Panthers, outside uh, maybe Sabers, and a very outside chance Senators, and we're playing both of them. Coming up this weekend, or in Tuesday, we're going out west Thursday. Winnipeg is a playoff team. They're they're a bigger team now. They got that Nino Niederreiter at the deadline. They have one of the best goalies in the world with Connor Halbuck, UMass Lowell. Shout out. Shout out, uh, Hockey East. So that should be a good game tonight. Um, I'll be on a plane to Nashville, so I probably won't be able to see this one either. So, Not unless uh, it has, well, what, what type of, what airline are you taking? Allegiant. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no. No TV. Wow. No Jeff Bruins on that. No March Madness either. How to sacrifice. That's um, um but luckily I'm, our Terps play at twelve fifteen. We'll be at the bar tomorrow afternoon. Or this Terp, afternoon. Uh, uh, well they got listen, so that I think do you, do you have any more Bruins thoughts? Um no, I was just gonna run through this the schedule. Wild they're a wild cardish team over in the West. I think we should beat them. I think the Jets will probably be a good game, but that'll be a big win. And then uh, the back-to-back Sabres sit guys. Hopefully they sit guys, but we'll get a little look at them. Uh, young squad haven't we played them a couple weeks ago and we croaked them seven to one, right? So we get them in the place now, uh, and then we come back home after this Western swing where we play Ottawa, and they had our number this year. We beat them at home, so we can even the season series at two apiece. On Tuesday night, and probably put their season to bed. That was always a good thing to do so in division. So I'm gonna predict. Uh, I'm gonna predict three and one here. I'm gonna I'm somewhere in that Wild Sabers game. I think they're gonna lose. I think they're gonna bounce back tomorrow uh, against the Jets. So okay, so they'll be do. They'll be fine. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not particularly worried about them. All right. Any more Bruins thoughts, Rick? I think we're. I think we're good. It's it's March. It's March. It is March. the The next four days are two. Candidly, from two non basketball guys, uh, I'm a college basketball guy. I love college basketball, but we're not. You know, we're not. We're not hoop heads by by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the greatest four days of the calendar are are upon us. Uh. And it kicks off with uh, our Dirty Terps. <laughs> You're saying our? Oh, yeah. Our Dirty Terps uh, playing in the first game tomorrow, 12-15, CBS, Jim Nance. Oh, fuck yes. Jim Nance, Bill Rafferty, onions, double order, get the puppies in order, get the puppies in check. It's onions! Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to be so good. Major I'm gonna onions! Be at, I'm going to be at the bar down there, and Jim Nance is going to be playing through the speakers of my favorite bar. What else could you ask for? Great. So, 12-15 tip. Uh, just a little quick look at that game. West Virginia is a physical team. They're going to foul a lot, uh, stuff like that. So, we've hit our free throws and don't get into foul trouble. I think we can win. We're underdogs, but – and everyone's on West Virginia. The the hand – I'll tell you the stats here uh, – 58% of the money is on West Virginia minus two and a half. So take that. how much how much of the handle? Uh only fifty-one percent. Okay, so about even. About even. About even. Well, I don't know if this is the handle 
or percentage of beds money. Oh no, the handles fifty eight percent. The bets handles handles fifty eight. That is fifty one. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll be placing. I'll place it live here uh, on the FanDuel sports book because uh, DraftKings they uh, are fidgety sometimes. Um, Maryland plus one sixteen money line is in. All right, and we can just talk about the rest of the tournament here. Okay, so the way I want to do this, uh, give me your four final fours. Okay. Your your champion, and then Any just upset? kind of sprinkle around. Give me an upset, a, a you know, a double digit seed. You make it to the second weekend. Anything else that you want to cover? In paper guy, worth noting, Ricky. Ricky. Yes. Yeah, was... So I wanted the bone to pick with you. You, I before this, I'm like, hold on, and I go go print my bracket in Philadelphia because I just finished my bracket this tonight. I do a lot of research. Uh, usually doesn't work, but. Besides the point, you know, like, why do you have to print your bracket? I'm like, I'm not even going to respond to this. He's on the podcast. I'm going to say, you have to, you have your one on the phone. You have to print a bracket. I have a bracket for outside on the wall over here. I have one for inside on the wall. I have one for my friend's apartment downstairs where we put them all up. And then I have one for my wallet. You carry a bracket around in your wallet. It's the first year I'm doing it. My roommate's here to do it. We're doing it. So, all right. Uh, Moving on. That's honestly, that's tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. That's impressive. That's impressive. Uh, so from the south, I got Alabama. I know everyone's on Alabama, but they're so good. Then they have an easy path. Maryland won't be able to put up a fight, unfortunately. Uh, this is a crazy one from the what the east region. This is crazy. Uh, Conference USA nine seed Florida Atlantic Owls for the Final Four. I got Houston from the Midwest, and I got UConn from the West region. Final, I got. Houston over Bama. Okay. Houston tournaments in Houston. Jim Nance is a Houston graduate in his last uh, national championship. He's calling his team wins it. That's the mojo I'm going with. Houston oh, is yeah, you, you, uh, give me yours, and then I'll sprinkle in some upsets. Houston is like the the most boring basketball team I've ever watched, and they've been the exact same for like seven years. Um, they're they're really good, but. So out of the south, I have Baylor. Out of the east, defense for me. They can they can shoot. Flagler Flagler can drop like forty on you. They got ballers. They got ballers. Yeah, yeah. Um. Plus they have you know a top eight, seven, eight coach in the country. Um. I do have FAU making my elite eight, but I have I have Marquette beating them. Okay. And then uh, Miami, out of the Midwest. Okay, I have them losing in the first round, but it's all right. To Drake, if they get by Drake, I think they can. That's that's the game I'm most worried about. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then I have UCLA in out of the uh, out of the West and and my uh, my championship game is Marquette over UCLA. You're a big Marquette guy. I, know. I love Marquette. I love Marquette. All right. They're hot. They're hot. All right. So I'll sprinkle in some upsets. Um, my apologies got... if these if these coughs from my uh no, I can't up. hear them. Okay, no, good. I'm good. Uh I hate this one. Charleston over San Diego State. I oh, State. I got Charleston making it to the second weekend. Me too, because I also have Furman beating Virginia. So I have a 12-13 matchup. Charleston going to the second weekend. See any uh, other 
Uh, obviously, I got FAU over Purdue in the second round and over Duke in the third in the Sweet 16. I don't have Oral Roberts. I think too many people are on that. And Duke is really good at defense, and they can they can handle them there. Let's see any other upsets I got? Uh, none there. Um, Pittsburgh. I think they're going to beat Iowa State. Not much of an upset. And I got Drake over Miami, and then Drake over Indiana. Double upset. Drake to the second weekend plus four twenty to make the Sweet Sixteen. Just plays that as well right now. And then my Ford Atlantic is my that's my team going through. Uh, so I'll, I'll run through, I got Charleston making it to the second weekend. Mm. That would be plus five seventy on FanDuel. If you want to place that. I have, uh, Oral Roberts and Louisiana raging Cajuns making it, uh, through and Oral Roberts making it to the second weekend. I think Tennessee stinks, especially since they lost to Kai Ziegler. They can't score. They can't shoot. They can't basically do anything without their one good player. They're going to lose. Huh? They can defend, but they can't. Score. I've I've watched a lot of Sun Belt, as you know. I'm a South Alabama guy. Louisiana does not impress me enough, but I can see them winning because Tennessee is just Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't have it. Um, I have uh both Pitt and Kennesaw State over uh Xavier. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. You, I think you're a little recency biased. You saw Xavier get pummeled, but. Uh no, I just I just am not impressed with uh Xavier and I think uh Sean whatever his last name is at Xavier is Sean just Miller. Sean Miller is just gonna be sweating through shirts and just gonna <laughs> blow it. I'm not a Sean Miller uh believer. Um and then I have uh Alchok down below. Uh down in the west I have um uh, every uh, favorite, every higher seed going through in the first round. Wow, that doesn't happen a lot. I got Boise State there as my only non-shock pick. Um, some other teams I wanted to mention. I got Kansas State going to the Elite Eight against Florida Atlantic. I haven't beating Marquette. I think they play very, very good defense, and they played against some of the best offenses in the country the entire year. Um, one of the shout out Creighton. Wait, who do you have? Kansas State. Receiving. Oh. Okay, yeah, I did. I'm game. happy. I'm actually happy you mentioned them because this is strictly a heart pick. I have them losing in the first round. Ah, uh, yeah, Montana State. Hey, yeah, it's possible. My, my We're Bobcats. not experts over here. Um, um, here's crazy, what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. That's probably the. That's probably that's actually definitely the least likely of the uh, upsets that I've taken, besides maybe Xavier, but. The Montana State has a guy who I legitimately think could play at any level in college basketball, Raekwon Battle. He's a absolute hooper. I've heard of him. He's a hooper. Dude, they had some good there. They so they have like a really good at free throws and they draw a lot of calls. So yeah. I know that's mostly against the big sky, but so I'm just, Kansas State just don't foul and you'll win. Kansas Basically. State. <laughs> Don't fall. Uh other teams worth mentioning for me. I have uh AM in the Elite Eight and I have Arkansas in the Elite Eight. Oh, Arkansas had a good run last year. They're they're a good team on paper. Hopefully they can put it together. I just thought Kansas might be too much. Um any bets for tomorrow? Did you look ahead? Uh I have not looked ahead. This is th- those will all be placed tomorrow. Yeah, 130. 
we have a minute left here, so I'm just going to run through some picks I like tomorrow. I like Maryland plus two and a half. Um, interesting. Furman's only five and a half um, here. I love Utah State <laughs> tomorrow. Love Ooh. Utah State. Interesting, Utah State. Right? Utah yeah, State yeah. is minus one and a half. They are favored as the 10 seed. Uh, let's check take a look. Charleston is only plus four and a half against San Diego. <coughs> interesting. Arkansas, Illinois is a one and a half point spread. Auburn's favored by one and a half. I like them to beat Iowa. They can't they can't stop a beach ball. Uh, Oral Roberts also plus five and a half against Duke. Wow, these are low. These are low. The only I don't know how Tennessee is an eleven point favorite. That's the only thing scaring me. From uh, they're eleven point. Yeah, Louisiana is not that good, dude. I'm telling you, they're not like that good. Uh, St. Mary's also. A four and a half point spread. So you're not getting a lot of value on these 12 seeds, at least in the betting market. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be great. Go Terps, baby. Dirty Terps. Gonna be a good weekend. Um, Throw your shock is up. Marquette's winning it all. I wouldn't mind the run from Shock. I like him. So all right, go Terps and uh Go Bees, kid. Go bees. Hello out there, we're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period. Where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees. They travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside. It's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old